0: Book of Nehemiah, Chapter Four, and Romans, Chapter Sixteen. Nehemiah, Chapter Four. Oh, yes. Are you there? six. So we built the wall and the entire wall was joined together up to half its height for the people had a mind to work. Now look at Romans chapter 16 and read just a few verses out of chapter 16 of the book of Romans. beginning at verse number one in Romans chapter 16. I commend you to Phoebe, our sister, who is a servant of the, of the church in Synchria, that you may receive her in the Lord in a manner worthy of the saints and assist her in whatever business she has in need of you. For indeed, she has been a helper of many and of myself also, greet Priscilla and Aquila, my fellow workers in Christ Jesus, who risked their own necks for my life. To whom not only I gave thanks, or give thanks, but also all the children of the Gentiles, all the churches of the Gentiles. Likewise, greet the church that is in their house. Greet my beloved, Epaphras. Epainit- Ep- who is the firstfruits of Achaia to Christ. Greet Mary, who labored much for us. Greet Andro- Andro- Andronicus and Junia, my countrymen and my fellow prisoners who are of note among the apostles who also were in Christ before me. Greet Ampius, Ampelius, my beloved of, in the Lord. Greet Urbanus, our fellow worker in Christ. Anastasius, my beloved. Amen. I'll stop right there. I want to talk today with you from the thought, having the mind to work. Having the mind to work. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the power of your word. I thank you that when your word goes forth, it will not return to you void, but it will accomplish all that you desire. And I thank you, Lord, that you prosper your word in the things that you sent your word to. So here we are this morning in your presence, ready to receive your word. Speak, Lord, for your servants here. Speak, Lord. For your servants here. Grant a fresh anointing of your spirit that I might be effective in preaching the gospel. Grant a fresh anointing of your spirit because through your anointing, yokes are destroyed, and burdens are removed. It's in Jesus' name that we pray and we thank you. Amen. 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 Tell your neighbor, neighbor, yeah. you need a mind to work. Yeah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise God. Y'all feeling good this morning? Amen. Praise God. Having the mind to work. Gospel workers are vital for kingdom development and kingdom expansion. Gospel workers. Amen. 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 Many times when we talk about working in the kingdom of God, we talk a lot about evangelism. and We talk a lot about winning souls. But we have to remember that there is a lot of other work that must be done in the kingdom or through the church, the agency of the kingdom. Amen. The kingdom is the rule of God in the hearts and the lives of believers everywhere. Amen. So we can't pinpoint and say the kingdom is over here or over there. But it's the rule of God. It's everywhere God rules, or Christ rules, and Christ reigns. The kingdom is in your house. The kingdom is on your job. The kingdom is in your bedroom. Wherever Christ rules and wherever Christ reigns, wherever you are, and Christ is ruling and reigning in your life. But but the agency of the kingdom is the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen, amen. The church in the world—we're the agency of the kingdom, and we are the church. Somebody say, "We are the church." And there is much work that needs to be done, all right? It's not just winning souls, amen? That is a great big part of the work of the church. But winning souls, uh, 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 teaching, ministering to the sick to shut in uh, uh, the poor, the dispossessed, uh, the hurting, uh, there's a lot of work to be done, a lot of work to be done, amen. Cleaning the building, amen. Taking care of the property, taking care of their environment, amen. A lot of work to be done in the kingdom, in the church, through the church, through, and, and, and so we need workers, we need gospel workers, we need people to see themselves as workers in the church, amen, all right, which translates into workers in the kingdom, Amen. Amen. Excuse me. We're gospel we're gospel workers. Amen. So gospel workers, not just preaching the gospel, not just teaching the gospel, but every other aspect of ministry. Whatever that aspect of ministry is, amen, we need workers. And 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 as a believer in and a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, you are a gospel worker. Amen. You are a gospel worker. Hallelujah. Amen. Because you accepted Jesus as your Savior and your Lord, you have now become a gospel worker. Amen. Amen. Let's forget about minister. Let's forget about elder. Let's forget about pastor. Let's forget about bishop. And let's think about gospel workers. Amen. Amen. You are a gospel worker. Spiritual gifts are given so that people in the church can be developed and can equip and be developed and equipped so that there are more gospel workers in the world, all right? The more gospel workers there are in the world, the more work gets done, and we have to understand that. So so, so the the gifts of the Holy Ghost are given so that we can equip you to do the work of ministry or do the work of the gospel or to do the work of the kingdom, amen? And the more of people who catch that vision and see themselves as workers, the greater work gets done or the more work that gets done, all right? It's so important that we understand that, amen? It's vital because there is so much work to do. There is so much work to do. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, there's so much work to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so much work to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the, the, the problem is that there are not a lot of people who are doing the work. And it didn't just start in nineteen, in two thousand and nineteen. Jesus even said in his day, uh, as he looked at the fields and saw that the fields were ripe, and there are many people ready to be won to Christ. He said, "The fields are are white." and ripe for the harvest, amen, but the laborers are few. Pray that the Lord of the harvest will send forth laborers into the harvest, amen. So this is not, it's not a new thing, amen, it's something that's been going on from time uh, uh, throughout, throughout time in the world. Amen. We just need more workers. We need more people to understand that they've been called to work. Amen. Amen. You've been called to work. Everybody doesn't do the same kind of work. Everybody is not a person preacher per se from the standpoint of standing in the pulpit and preaching the gospel but everybody is a proclaimer of the gospel of Jesus Christ amen everybody is assigned the task of winning souls amen amen and after you win souls, somebody has to teach them somebody has to build them up somebody has to has to teach them the way of Christ and and that's not an easy process and it takes more than one week it takes more than one month amen it takes more than six months amen so 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 we need workers for the long haul amen we need we need we need workers amen who can go into the hospitals and pray for those that are sick and go into the nursing homes and minister to those who are in nursing homes we need people that are going to, in the homes where people are hurting and and and, and, and bound or all types of uh, problems by the enemy and just get involved in doing the work amen we need people on jobs amen who are who are sensitive to the holy spirit and 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 who are listening to God and who are available to minister to those people on their jobs amen who are going through things glory to God sometimes it's just helping somebody else out sometimes it's just being a good example and helping someone else out in what they do and we have to see ourselves as working in the kingdom glory to God amen remember wherever you are the church is And you are the agency of the kingdom. Glory to God. Amen. So the Bible says whatever your hands find to do, do it with all diligence or do it with all your might. So that means that you should be finding work to do. Amen. You should be finding things to do. If you're part of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, you should be finding things to do. You should never be sitting back waiting on somebody to ask you to do anything. Amen. Because God has already gifted you. God has already given you insight and foresight. Amen. God has already shown you things. Amen. You cannot walk on this ground out here and see a piece of paper laying on the ground and say it's for somebody else to pick up. You saw it. Amen. Then the, the Holy Ghost said, pick it up. And you walk by because you said that's somebody else's job. No. Amen. Whatever your hands finds to do amen so when there's work that needs to be done you shouldn't be sitting back at home waiting on somebody to give you a call or give you a text you should be looking amen you should be asking what can i do amen where can i find a place to fit in to plug in to get involved in the work of advancing the kingdom of god through the church of the lord jesus christ amen praise the name of jesus hallelujah Amen. Y'all okay? Well, you might as well be because this is what you got today. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. You know, I was reading, there's a devotional, I think it was Saturday morning, maybe Friday morning, reading a devotional. And the Lord just pricked this in my spirit because, you know, I'm thinking, God, what do you have uh, for your people today? What do you want me to say? And I was thinking in terms of soul winning, but the Lord took me to working. The Lord took me to the fact that we need workers in the church, who understand that we're an agency of the kingdom. Amen, Thank God for those who are working. Thank God for those who are faithful. But we need more. Somebody say we need more. We need more, we need more, we need more. And and everybody that works in the church doesn't get paid. So, so so not not physically paid. So if you're looking for money, you're not gonna always get paid money. There's a whole lot of stuff you will do. Amen. You gotta wait till you get your reward in heaven. Uh, God will send that reward some other way. And we're gonna talk about some of the rewards that come with being a worker in the kingdom. But as I thought about this, I asked myself the question, I asked the Lord the question: why are there not enough workers? Well a lot of times in today's society we have developed a, com- a a consumerism faith amen many people come to consume amen we we come to receive Amen. And not to put time into ministry, time in the work. And so we, we come so we can receive something from the Lord. And this, I guess I said this aside, this day, but it's been going on for a while. I used to hear people when they would sing a song, they say, I got my blessing. You got to get yours. Well, I didn't come just to get a blessing. I came to be a blessing. Amen. Amen. I came to be a blessing. Hey, I was in revival this week. By, by God's choice uh, because I didn't plan to do that. And so I sit in worship every night and I would sit doing the devotional service and I would look around, you know, and look over the congregation and, and I saw people sitting there nodding their heads, you know, and some people rocking to the song, but I didn't see any lips moving. And I'm like, so we came to worship. So why are your lips not moving when the song is going on? you know and 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 it's not it's not new songs you know these are the same old songs people have been singing for for a hundred years you know and and i just mentioned that one night next night i came back and i saw more people singing so you know we have to understand that we don't come just to receive we come to give we're not just consumers so as you come in worship at tabernacle place praise, how can you give, amen? Is that person that's sitting next to you, do they need help finding the scripture? Amen, that person sitting next to you before the worship is over, do they need you to grab them by the hand and whisper a prayer? That person sitting next to you, or that person that you may pass in the aisle, is that a person that that needs a hug today? How can you give, amen? Because you should not simply be a consumer. You should not simply be one who comes to get something, but you have to have the Mind that you're gonna give as you come in to worship, Hallelujah. Amen, 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 and then then the Lord showed me that sometimes there is a lack of commitment uh, to Christ and to His church, Amen. Uh, 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 you know, so as people come, and this is some of the reasons that pe- we don't have enough workers. People will join the church and get baptized or, or, or join come from another church, but they're not really committed to Jesus Christ. Amen. And really committed to his church. So we we join the church so that we can either satisfy the need within us uh, to 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 uh maybe feel like we're pleasing God, we're doing the right thing. But there's not really commitment for some people to the Lord and to his church. Amen. So so with that lack of commitment to the Lord and to his church comes a lack of commitment to learn. Because when you don't learn, you don't know what you need to do. Amen. Amen. You don't know where you can plug in. You don't, you don't begin to find out what gifts you have because you're not committed to learning. You're not committed to learning. And and, and, and being having a lack of commitment to Christ and to his church and to learning, sometimes when you are challenged in that process, you begin to feel like somebody is targeting you. And you don't understand that sometimes the Holy Ghost wants to target you because you need to grow. You need to be stretched, amen? You need to learn something different, amen? I've heard statements of people. I'm, 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 I'm at home, so I'm talking in the house. I've heard statements of people of, of saying that, that, you know, I don't understand Bishop when he's teaching. Well, that's why you ask questions, amen? When I went to first grade, there were some things I didn't understand, but I studied in my book. Amen, and I asked questions, and I went to school every day, and as I kept on going to school every day, I started understanding. I started learning, amen. There's no need for anybody sitting here and say, I don't understand Elder Hoskins. I don't understand Elder Stowe. I don't understand Bishop. That's why you got a mouth, and that's why you ask questions, and that's why you read, amen. Amen. I the Holy Ghost gives revelation. The Holy Ghost gives insight. The Bible says you have an unction from the Holy One. Amen. And you don't even need someone to teach you. Amen. I he's not He's not eradicating teachers, but what he's saying to us is that when we submit to the Holy Spirit, he begins to give revelation. He begins to to give understanding. He begins to give insight. So as you sit under the teaching and you don't understand, the Holy Ghost steps in, and as you meditate over this throughout the week and study more, understanding begins to come in your mind and in your spirit. But the, 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 but the root of it is a lack of commitment to Jesus Christ and to his church. Amen. 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 Then, 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 then sometimes the church has not done enough to, develop, to disciple and develop workers. Sometimes, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes we've not done enough. With all that we do, sometimes we need to just come knock on your door and sit at your house because you ain't coming to the Bible study yeah you know we need to we need to clear our calendars we don't need to have any other life amen except to come to your house I mean I mean I mean you know schedule 24 hours a day 7 days a week to come to your house and to sit down and disciple you we can't go to the bathroom cause we gotta be at your house amen we can't cook dinner for our family cause we gotta come to your house cause you ain't coming to the church We can't go to the mall and shop because we don't have time. We got to come to your house. Yeah, yeah. We can't afford to go on vacation. Y'all can take all the vacations you want, but we can't afford to go on vacation because we got to come to your house. In order to disciple you, it takes time. And if there are only four or five of us who who have yielded to the equipment of the Holy Ghost to really teach you and disciple you, just think about that. You know, and we say, well, we're a small church. I guarantee you, in large ministries, it's the same thing. Yeah, pa- pastors say in large minist- ministries, it's 10% of the people who do the work. 10%. The rest of the folk come because they want to they fulfill that religious, religious duty, and they want to say they're connected to this wonderful ministry. No workers! So we can blame the church for not doing enough to equip when the church has has, has, has set up Sunday morning worship and Sunday school and, 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 and Bible study on Wednesday night and other special times. When the church has set this up so that people can come and learn, but people won't come and learn. So it's the church's fault that we've not done enough. Then there are those who feel like they just don't add up. I'm giving us a whole broad category, so maybe you find your place somewhere. I ain't talking about nobody in particular. I'm just talking about what I'm talking about. Amen. It's my responsibility to encourage you in the Lord. Amen. Amen. There are those who feel like you just don't add up. You don't fit in. You're not a part of the in crowd. So you, don't, you feel like you don't add up. I don't know enough. I don't know enough. Amen and I can understand that if you start out feeling like you don't know enough but, but when do you give yourself to knowing enough? Hmm, 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 And sometimes when people feel like they don't know enough they don't contribute anything. Okay. Let me tell you something. It doesn't take much to learn how to push a lawnmower does it brother minor? <laughs> that's work! Somebody say that's work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it, it doesn't take much to learn how to push a vacuum cleaner. Somebody said that's work. And until you learn to do something else, come and push the vacuum cleaner. Come and sweep the floor. I mean, give yourself to the work. Yeah, 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 yeah. You ever seen your pastor moving tables? You ever seen your pastor pushing a vacuum cleaner? You ever ever ate some food your pastor cooked? (laughs) And at the same time, I prepare to preach to you on Sunday morning. Are you understanding me? I am not complaining. No, I thank God for the opportunity to preach. Every time I get the opportunity. Amen. Pastor Cub went to pick peas on Monday morning. Amen. Ended up preaching on Monday night. Thought I was going to preach one night. Ended up preaching four nights. I thank God for the opportunity to preach. I am not complaining. I thank God for teaching on Monday night and teaching on on, on Wednesday night and I'm looking for some more opportunities to preach and to teach. Are you understanding me? I am not complaining, but in the process, I'll cook for you. In the process, I'll vacuum the floor. In the process, I'll straighten out the chairs. In the process, I'll move tables. In the process, I'll dig up the flower bed. In the process, we need some workers. And in the process I'll call people on Saturday night to find out if we can get their children in Sunday school on Sunday morning in the process I'll get on a plane and fly 18 and 19 hours to preach the gospel and to train up and ordain pastors and other leaders in the process and I'm not complaining I'm not going to have my feelings ever been hurt yes but it ain't about my feelings. No, Have I ever felt like I was excluded? Yes. But it's not about how I feel. Mm, it's about the kingdom. It's about the work of the kingdom. Amen. Have people ever disrespected me? Yes. But it is not about me being disrespected. Are you understanding? Do you understand me? I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, this is about Jesus, this is about the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Have people ever walked away? Oh, yeah, people have walked away. But 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 it's still, it's not about all of this. It's about being engaged in the work of the kingdom. Amen. Having a mind to work. Somebody say, I gotta have a mind to work. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, some people have been offended and they've not released that offense. You got to release offense. You gotta let it go. Because if you don't let offense go, it'll create bitterness in you. And then that root of bitterness will drive you away, not just from the church, but away from God. Yeah, because see, offense comes in a lot of ways. Some people feel like they've been offended by God. Some people feel like God has done them wrong. Amen. Some people blame God for the things that they go through. And they feel offended by God. All right, now I feel like I need some more air conditioning. I know y'all cold, but somebody blow some air this way or something. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Are y'all still in the house today? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, you know, some people, some people are offended by the negativity of others. You know, some people, some some folk are just negative, and they go around and they spread negativity. And you don't realize that when you receive that negative conversation from somebody who really doesn't have a heart for the ministry. It takes root in your heart, and after a while, you acting like them. You act like them. You you don't you don't you don't you don't you don't you don't you don't, you don't, you don't take stock and, and and look at people for yourself. You listen to what other people say. Oh Lord, have mercy. And after a while, after a while, now, you're not involved in ministry anymore. You're not working in the kingdom anymore. You're sitting on the side and you become a consumer. You know, you come and you sit and you warm the seat. Well, the seat doesn't need warming. Amen. There, there's work that na- needs to be done. There's work that needs to be done. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Y'all still in the house. Yeah, yeah. But when we look at this, when we look at this, none of the above are good enough, are good enough excuses, amen, to stop a believer, a follower of Jesus Christ from working in his church, the agency of the kingdom. Amen. 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 Again, whatever your hands find to do, amen, do it with all diligence, with all your might. Amen. What are your hands finding to do? Amen. So if right now, if your hands are, are only finding the need to hold on to the, sh- to the back of that seat, you need to find how to do that with all of your diligence. Because while you need to, I mean, the seat clean, it doesn't need your cleaning. I don't know what you're going to find to do, but you need, you need to, your hands need to find something to do. Amen. And you need to start doing it. We need workers. We need workers in, in the ministry. Working in the ministry is supported in the scriptures. It is supported in the scriptures. Amen. Now, first of all, the Bible says, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together as is the manner of some. So even in the day when, 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 when the book of Hebrews was written, there were some people who were forsaking the assembling of the saints. Amen. Amen. When you forsake the assembly of the saints on a regular basis, and I'm, I'm not talking about just being sick or having work to do, but you just decide that you're not going to come then that means some work is not getting done. Amen. That, that assignment that's been given to you is not getting done. That anointing that's upon your life, amen, the work in the ministry is not getting done because you are forsaking the assembling of yourselves together. Because we need you. Amen. Amen. What should you be doing right now while I'm preaching? Thank you. Amen. You should be praying. Yes, you should be writing. You should be saying amen too, but you should be praying. God, give us more revelation. God, give us more. God, anoint our pastor. God, give our pastor insight. Give him strength, the priest. Give him your anointing, to preach, God, because I need to hear this word. So if you forsake the assembly, you're not in your place to do what you're supposed to be doing. Amen. So, so working in ministry is supported in the scriptures. Y'all still here? Yeah. Amen. Amen. In our text for today, Paul talks about the different workers in the church. Go back and read the whole 16th chapter of Romans. Amen. He mentioned these people who are workers in ministry amen this is and ministry is not separate here from the church amen because everywhere a believer is the church is so everywhere a believer is and everything we do we should be engaged in ministry he mentions all of these different people amen that 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 are, that are workers in ministry amen and 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 then in the book of nehemiah we this is our theme for the year engaging the work of the ministry amen it is about rebuilding the wall around jerusalem And repairing the gates And putting the gates back in place To do this It took work Amen You can't rebuild something You can't build something without working You have to work Somebody say work Work. Building is working Amen. Building ministry is working Nehemiah could not do all of that alone Amen Amen He could not do all. He needed workers. Somebody say he needed workers. Amen. 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 It took work. It took work. Not just preaching and not just teaching. Even though those were part of the process. All right? To encourage the people and to strengthen the people. But the rebuilding of the wall, the replacing of the burned gates took actual physical labor. Actual physical work. Somebody say it took work. Yeah. Ministry takes work. It takes warm bodies showing up. Amen. It takes warm bodies giving that energies, giving their efforts, putting their hands to the gospel work. Amen. Amen, amen. Nehemiah couldn't do it alone, nor could a few of the people. Nehemiah surveyed the situation. Then he called the leaders together and called the people together and said, let us rise up and build. Let us rise up and work. Amen. And the Bible says they actually completed the work. In chapter 4, verse 6, verse 6, uh, it says that they completed the work to half its height because the people had a mind to work. They had a mind to work. And as we read further on uh, in the chapter, that was four six, as we read further on in the book, they finally finished completing the entire wall and put it in the gates in spite of opposition, in spite of having to remove the rubbish. Amen. And if you ever... If you ever had to, and some of you are not builders, but sometimes in repairing old houses yeah, and renovating old houses and, 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 and doing any kind of building like that, you got to remove some rubbish. You got to remove some old stuff. Yeah, and part of, maybe part of the problem in the church is we need to remove some rubbish from our lives. Mm-hmm. And removing rubbish is hard work before you can start building glory to God amen but, but, but they engaged in the work because they had a mind to work every one of them hallelujah they engaged in it when you say they had a mind to work that means that they engaged in it with their whole hearts amen they didn't regard fatigue they didn't regard danger and they were threatened are you listening to me Amen. They didn't regard any of that. The Bible says that they didn't even take their clothes off during the whole time except to take a bath. I mean, they gave themselves to work. They wore the sword on their side at some time while they worked with their hands. Are you understanding me? Amen amen and 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 because they had a mind to work why is this in scripture the scripture is saying to the body of christ today we need a mind to work hallelujah more of us need a mind to work you are a gospel worker amen you are not just a church member You are a gospel worker, and you need to give yourself to the work of the gospel. Regardless of whether folk offend you, give yourself to the work of ministry. Sometimes your body is tired, but you got to give yourself to the work of the ministry. Amen. Sometimes you don't feel like it, but you got to give yourself to the work of the ministry. Hmm. I know that's contrary to the way people think, but it's the truth. We talked about this a few weeks ago when we dealt with Jesus on the cross, going to the cross. Father, if it be possible, if there is another way, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. Amen. Workers, we need workers who don't think so much about themselves, amen, and what they want, but about the kingdom and the advancement of the kingdom. Mm. Yeah. You know, as I I thought about all of this, I, I, I said to myself, oh, how much work could get done if the people in the church today had a mind to work much more work in the gospel ministry. Much work is not getting done because a lot of people just don't have a mind to work. Just don't have a mind to work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so then where does this mind to work come from? We need a mind to work because as, as we listen to the words of Jesus, when you think about the fact that he says, the fields are white, ready for the harvest. When it's time to harvest crops, that's the time to harvest crop. Because if you don't harvest the crop at the right time, it will, it will rot in the field. Amen? Y'all still here? Y'all need to stand up and turn around and troll around and say, I'm excited about Jesus? All right. Maybe this is sinking in this morning. God let it sink in. So where does this mind of work come from? Because there are people that are not being ministered to. There are people that are not being helped. There are people that that, that are laying in a hospital and nobody is going to visit them. There are people in nursing homes whose families have forgotten about them and there's nobody going. There are young people that are going through different struggles and trials in their lives and, 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 and nobody, nobody is there for them. Where does this mind of work come from? Well, first of all, the mind to work has to come from a genuine commitment to the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the starting point for the mind to work in ministry, in the gospel ministry. Being born again is is critical. It's critical because unless you're born again, you don't even perceive the kingdom of God. You don't understand what this is all about, and there is no desire to give your life to help somebody else. Think about how selfish people are today. You know, you know. I remember when, as a child when people on Sunday afternoon, folk would come and visit. People would go from house to house to visit. We don't visit people anymore. And if you visit, you better call first. Not just to see if they're at home, but you need to call to make sure it's okay. Amen. I ain't talking about nobody. I'm just saying this is general. This is just general. <laughs> Amen, this is just general, all right? I'm just talking about what I'm talking. But it's a different day, a different age. Amen, amen. We don't see the need for togetherness. We live in our houses. We live by ourselves. We ride in our own car. We don't want to pick nobody else up, you know? We want to take care of our own business. We're even praying for other people because we don't want nobody to ask us what we need to pray for about them. Somebody to pray for about us. So let me just mind my own business. But saints, as a, as a follower of Jesus Christ, your business is my business. My business is your business. I know people will, people will argue about that, but, but you got to care for me. And I've got to care for you. i got to care about your spiritual growth, your spiritual development. i got to care, amen, when you're hurting, I've got to hurt. I've got to empathize with you. Amen. When you're going through, I've got to empathize with you. Last night, I got a call that one of my dear friends in Atlanta, his second son died. That thing hurt my heart about 32, 33, 35 years or somewhere in there. I remember when the boy was born. It broke my heart, and I began to think about my own child. Lord, what would I do? Amen, I know I got to keep trusting God. Amen, I understand that. But you know, I'm talking in the natural now. Yeah, what if if that was mental? We got to care for one another. Amen, and I immediately picked up the phone and and called him. Amen, amen. What hurts you hurts me. What hurts me ought to hurt you. We got to get out of this selfishness. Amen, that we've gotten into. Amen. And once you are born again, the Holy Ghost begins to transform the way you think. Amen. I'm just wondering about people who think, who are saying that they're born again and they're selfish people. Something you're not allowing the Holy Ghost to do inside of you. You say you're a follower of Jesus Christ and your life is all about you. You don't have time for anybody else. There's something wrong with that picture. Jesus said, if anyone will follow me, let him deny himself. Take up his cross daily and then follow. If you want to be my disciple, now remember, remember When Jesus said those words, where was he heading? He was heading to the cross to die. And his disciples are challenged that if you're going to follow me, this is what you need to do. The issue is, will we die to ourselves? Will we die to ourselves so that we can take up the cross? So that we can take up the responsibility of life and ministry? Let me tell you, if you haven't died to yourself, you will easily put the cross to the side. You will easily put responsibility to the side. You'll easily put loving the brothers to the side when you've not died to yourself. Because now it's all about you. Self rises up and you begin to defend yourself. Protect yourself. Survival of the fittest. And you're the fittest. You're going to survive. There's no trusting in God in the midst of this. So Jesus said you got to die. The, the, the qualification of this is dying to self. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's key. It's key to working in the church. Killing personal preferences. Mm. Stepping away from personal comforts. Mm. Mm-mm. Moving past your likes and your dislikes. Mm. moving beyond having things your way Mm. all of it is a part of dying to self and you know god is god god is 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 the fullness of wisdom and knowledge god knows what he's doing everything god has said is the truth so even though we don't see it right now god knows what he's doing Amen. He knows what he's doing. You know, I I use this example in class this morning. I use it for us as adults too. You know, because some of us, you know, we like to feed ourselves with our likes. You know, we like starches, so we will have a whole meal. I've seen people make a whole meal of potatoes, corn, and rice, and then have cake and pie on the side. I ain't talking about nobody. I'm just talking about what I'm talking about: a whole meal, and they'll say, "I don't like vegetables." Wholemeal starches. We starches. live off of candy, sweets. Yeah. Just live off of it, you know. I ain't talking about nobody. I'm just talking about what I'm talking about. You know, and, 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 and not realizing that, you know, you keep doing that to yourself, you're not giving your body the nutrients that it needs when you get older to ward off and fight off certain sicknesses and diseases. And then you put yourself in the category, now you got to go to the doctor and you got to pump medicine, chemicals in your body to try to live. Because you won't even eat what God put on the face of the earth to help build up your body and make you strong. Amen, walls! Yes, yes, likes! I don't like this. I don't like that. Mm. Lord have mercy. A death to self. That, 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 that selfishness has, 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 has moved in the ministry. So when we don't like the way the, the uh, uh, can I just talk about it? Yeah, no, then somebody gonna get mad. So. Oh Lord have mercy. I ain't talking about you. I'm just talking about what I'm talking about, you know. Because it ain't just you, it's somebody else too. All right, all right. So, so so just look straight at me, say amen, Pastor. And nobody knows that you felt that. You know, you don't you don't like you know, the changes that happen in ministry. You don't like the music, amen. You don't like the musician, amen. So now you stop, amen. You 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 don't like that 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 pastor moved somebody else out of position and, and gave your position, gave yourself now. You stop, amen. Amen. Thank God for people that work through stuff like that, but some people don't work through it. They don't work through it. Likes and your dislikes. Hmm. Yeah, we used to get mad over uniforms. Thank God we don't even deal with that anymore. Oh, I've seen churches fall out choirs, fall out over uniforms. Thank God we don't do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. Likes, personal preferences which speaks to immaturity. And the Bible says that we have to, because what was happening in Corinth, somebody said, I follow Paul. Somebody else said, I follow Apollos. What you were actually saying is, I like Paul better. I like Apollos better. You know? So some of y'all like Elder Hoskins teachers better. Some of y'all like Elder Stowe's teaching better. Some of y'all don't like nothing, so you don't come to anything. Likes and dislikes which has nothing to do with the work of ministry. What you should do is love the Lord with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your mind, all of your strength. Then you can work, regardless of who's leading. You can put your hand to the plow, and you can push until it's your time to lead, until it's your time to step up, and then somebody can come and push you. Who the mind to work comes from a genuine commitment to Jesus. So I got to see Jesus and not see you. Amen? Because I want Jesus to say, well done. Amen? Because in the end what you say is not going to matter It's what Jesus says. The second thing is is that we have to see the value of the work. We need to see the value in the work. Amen? And I believe that a, that the, that a lot of people in church, and it's not what I believe, it's just what the Lord has shown me, that a lot of people don't see the value in the work. Nehemiah saw the value of rebuilding the walls and the gates around Jerusalem. Amen. The people, as Nehemiah surveyed the situation and began to show the people, talk to the people about what needed to be done, they saw the value in the work. And when he said, let us rise up and build, the people joined in and they rose up and built. Amen. So there's value in working. There's value for you. There's value for the worker. Amen? Amen. If you're serious about your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and you want get to get, get, uh, get on the fast track towards spiritual growth, you've got to get involved in the work of the kingdom. You can't sit on the sideline and grow. Amen. It's the same with lifting weights. If you want to be buff, if you want to be strong, you want to have muscles and you want to be healthy, you can't just look at the equipment. you got to lift the weights. you got to eat right. you got to discipline yourself. It helps you when you work. James says faith without work is dead. So if you're not walking, don't say you have faith. And you, if you are part of a ministry, you can't work out there in the streets and not work in the ministry. Because you're committed to the ministry. You got to work in the ministry. We need workers. Somebody say we need workers. What you do in the street, what you do on your job is a byproduct of what, you, what happens as you are actively involved in ministry. And if you want to grow you got to get involved in the work. You got to. You got to. Because as you, as you get involved in the work, you put yourself in a learning situation. So somebody that you're working on is going to say, don't do it this way. Do it that way. You're learning. You're growing. You're growing. You're growing. You're going to you're gonna, you're gonna start. The more you get involved in the work, the more you're going to want to come to teaching. Oh, yes. You're going to want to come. Even when you can't come, you're going to want to come. I think I understand the word pretty good. But don't you know I want to go to church? I don't want to just come to T.O.P. I want to go somewhere else and sit under somebody else's teaching so I can learn more. So I can learn more. So, so why would I volunteer to, to go to Malawi on a Habitat bill? Because I'm in the learning process. And I'm learning. And I learned something on the job. I learned something in interacting with the people. Because the more I get involved, the more I learn. And this is just real practical stuff. If you're just sitting on the sidelines and you're not involved, you're not learning like you ought to learn. Everybody that sacrificed this week in VBS, and this is not just about VBS, but everybody that sacrificed this week and got engaged in the work, they learned something. Amen. Amen. Amen every time there's something going on and you avail yourself, you are going to learn something, even if it's learning what not to do. Amen. Y'all still in the house? Well, y'all might as well stay with me because I'm gonna preach this until I finish it. Amen. Yeah, 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 yeah. So to work, you have to learn. Learning and working produceth growth. Paul got saved, amen, on the road to the Master's, went to Ananias' house, spent some time under Ananias and the disciples, and and, and in chapter, um, uh, uh, I think it was somewhere like chapter 9, I believe it was, uh, verse 19, uh, 19 and 20, the Bible said immediately Paul went and preached the gospel. He worked! He got engaged in the work and became one of the greatest missionaries to ever live. Paul wrote more books than any of the other apostles because he worked. He got on a fast track. Glory to God. He already knew some things, being, being a Pharisee. But when God began to transform his mind, after he got saved, he worked. He didn't sit down, he worked. So that's value and you got to see the value in the work for you then you got to see the value in the work for the recipient for the person you're working for not just god but you're working to bless somebody else one of the greatest blessings we can receive in this life is being a blessing to someone else jesus said he who saves his life shall lose it but he who loses his life for my sake And the gospel's sake shall find it. So if you want to find life, you gotta lose it for his sake and the gospels. And the gospel means that you're losing your life for your for for the for the people who need this gospel message. You gotta lose your life. You gotta lose your life. You gotta lose your life. Do Do you see the broadness of this? You got to lose your life for Christ's sake and for the gospel's sake. If you, Jesus is actually saying, if you lose your life for his sake, winning souls, making disciples, building up the body of Christ, you're going to really find life. You're going to really find life. The greatest joy in my life is pouring into other people. When you see somebody get saved, and now I can look back, and you heard me say this several times, I can look back over 40 something years of ministry and I can see people that I baptized, people that I led to Christ and I baptized, people that I preached to and now they're preaching to others. Oh, you understand? That, 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 that is the greatest blessing. You know, and that's something that, that man cannot pay me for. No money on earth can pay me I'm waiting to get my reward in heaven. I'm waiting to hear God say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. And and, and if you have the heart of God, you want to see people saved. If you have the heart of God, you want to give your life so you can bless someone else. Jesus' life was not about him. He lived and died for our sake. Through his death, divine justice was satisfied. Amen? Amen. Through his death, you and I have been justified. Amen. Through his resurrection, we with salvation and eternal life with God. It has been secured for us. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Last thing, glory to God. Amen, amen. If you're going to have the mind to work, amen, you need a desire to see God's kingdom advanced in the earth realm. Once you're born again, Amen. And begin to see the value of working for Christ in the here and the now, in His church. Amen. In the here and the now. You begin to have a desire to see God's kingdom advanced. It might, it might not start out with that understanding, but you'll get joy out of seeing souls being won. We talk about the situation with the killing in El Paso, we talk about the situation with the killing in Dayton, Ohio. And all of the school killings. But let me tell you something. When the church gets on fire and begins to win souls. Amen. Are you understanding me? We are going to confront darkness. We're going to confront evil. Come on, y'all. Wake up. Amen. We have to confront evil amen and, and that means that, that that evil that we're confronting, that person that the Lord sends us to might be a person who in the back of their minds wants to kill somebody else. Are you understanding me? We want to see the kingdom advance because as the kingdom of God advances the kingdom of Satan diminishes. Are you understanding me? so 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 I want to have a mind to work so that the kingdom of God is advanced. Hallelujah. The more souls you win, the more souls you want to win. And I ask all the time, when is the last time you led somebody to Jesus? When is the last time you ministered to someone else and prayed for them? When is the last time you went to visit someone in the hospital that wasn't your own relative? When is the last time you availed yourself Amen. So that someone else can come to know Jesus as Savior and Lord. Jesus came to seek and to save those that were lost. He was advancing the kingdom of God. Jesus said, if I be lifted up from the earth, I'll draw all men unto me. He was advancing the kingdom of God. Amen. He said, after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You shall be witnesses both in Jerusalem, in Judea, and into the uttermost parts of the earth. He was advancing the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. The same Jesus. Hallelujah. The Christ. This same Jesus. The anointed one who said these things is the one who lives inside of us. And has empowered us to work in the kingdom. advance the kingdom of almighty God the same Jesus will give you the mind to work I said the same Jesus will give you the mind that you need to work when he fills you with his presence he's given you the mind to work say your Holy Ghost filled and you don't have a mind to work. That's the name of Jesus. You can't be going around speaking in other tongues and you don't have a mind to work. That's an oxymoron. The Holy Ghost fills you and gives you the mind to work. As a matter of fact, he fills you so that you can work. He empowers you so that you can work. The Bible says Christ ascended on high and he gave gifts to men. Hallelujah. For the building up of the body of Christ. For the work of the ministry. That's the work of the Holy Ghost. He works to give you the mind to work. Oh bless the name of Jesus. He gave the early church a mind to work. Priscilla and Aquila are described as Paul's co-workers because they had a mind to work glory to God hallelujah And Triophus, uh, women in the church, worked hard for the Lord because they had a mind to work. Does anybody understand what I'm talking about? Timothy, a fellow worker of the Lord Jesus Christ, had a mind to work. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You and I need a mind to work God give us a mind to work hallelujah some of us are sitting down and we're not doing anything sitting down on our gifts and sitting down on our abilities give us a mind to work hallelujah if we work we're co-workers with God hallelujah Paul said we then Workers together with Jesus Christ, Hallelujah! Glory to God! Also, plead with you not to receive the grace of God in vain. If you're sitting down doing nothing, you're receiving the grace of God in vain. Hallelujah! He's anointed you to work in the kingdom, so don't receive the grace of God in vain. He's anointed you. To work in the church hallelujah don't sit down on the anointing find some work to do hallelujah when you work you are co-working with god oh bless the name of jesus from the very beginning see god as a worker in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth god was working hallelujah from the beginning God was working seven days God worked and then the Bible says on the sixth day he finished all of his work hallelujah glory to the name of Jesus for when I work I'm imitating God I thank God I'm able to imitate him I'm giving myself the work of the ministry bless the name of Jesus God is working every day you live when he wakes you up in the morning he's working when he gives you strength throughout the day he's working he was working Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The Bible says God was at work in Christ Jesus, reconciling the world unto Himself. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for being a worker. Now, God, give us, give us, give us the mind to work. The harvest is ripe. From crops, rotten them in the fields, we need workers. Hallelujah! 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 The Lord has charged us to go to work, and you work in the kingdom through the church. Find something to do. Yeah. Yeah. Find a place to get involved and you'll see the difference in your own life. And then you'll see the difference in the ministry when you get involved in working. Have a mind. Have a mind to work. Hallelujah. Have a mind. Let me tell you something, and I shared this with you about faith. You don't know that you have faith until you stand up and start putting it in action. So you don't know what you can do until you stand up and start doing. Some of you know what you can do, you just refuse to do it. But you got to get involved. You got to see what God is saying to the church. Don't be members with your name on the roll. And you're not doing anything, anything, get involved, have a mind to work, have a mind to work, whatever opposition Satan brings up in your mind against why you can't, you got to cast it down, casting down imaginations and arguments and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. You got to cast it down. The Holy Ghost is not going to cast it down for you. You got to cast it down. So whatever excuse you have, cast it down. Go to work. Go to work. Go to work. Some of you, you do not Some awesome things on your job. There's some stuff that need to happen in the ministry. You got gifts and abilities. You need to bring those and use them. For the glory of God. For the glory of God. Go to work. For the glory of God. For the glory of God. Go to work. Have a mind mine to work to work because you want to see